From Nashville, Tennessee, Southwestern Family of Companies welcomes you to the Action Catalyst. Each week, we share insights and inspiration for movers and shakers in the world of business. Our goal is to help you increase your self-discipline, overcome procrastination, and help you to take action on all the things that really matter. Who is your wingman or who are your wing men? Who are the people that you go through life with that support you and encourage you? That is what we're talking about today. Uh, we have Lieutenant Colonel Rob Waldo Waldman on the show. He's uh, a fighter pilot, a former fighter pilot. He's going to tell us some cool stories and also talk about the power and principle of having wingmen. At the end of the interview, I am going to share with you the five characteristics of what I think makes a great wingman and five things that you can be looking out for in the people in your life specifically so that you can highlight and select and sort of say, you know what, this is a person that I want to spend more time with this year and in my life. This is a person that I want to invite onto my board of directors. This is, this is somebody who I want to, to go through life with, not just to be friends with socially, but somebody who I want to look after me and somebody who I want to look after, somebody who I want to be my wingman. So it's a great show. I think you're going to be inspired by what Waldo has to share, and there's some really powerful takeaways that will help you get to the next level. We're going to get started with all of that just after this message. This episode is sponsored by Southwestern Coaching. Southwestern Coaching has helped over 11,000 people increase their incomes by over 25% on average. As a successful salesperson, you know the importance of increasing your sales. But sometimes you might just need a little extra push and accountability to meet your goals and grow your business. Southwestern Coaching will help you increase your income through one-on-one sales and leadership coaching tailored specifically to your needs. Together, we will elevate sales. To schedule your free one-on-one business action planning session with a Southwestern Coach, go to www.southwesternconsulting.com forward slash action catalyst. So excited to introduce you to a friend of mine. His name is Lieutenant Colonel Rob <laughs> Waldo Waldman, and he's often referred to as the Wingman. And he's a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestselling author. He is a speaker. We've known each other for years. He has a great business. He's amazing on stage. Um, but really, his background was he was a decorated F-16 fighter pilot. And when I say F-16 fighter pilot, this is uh, over 2,000 hours, 2,650 flight hours, 65 combat missions. Uh, He's been in both Iraq uh, and Yugoslavia and uh, just an amazing guy. And I thought, what a great way to uh, get things kickstarted this year than to have uh, Waldo come talk to us. So Waldo, welcome to the show. Awesome to be flying with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, like, <clears throat> tell us about the F-16. How did you, how did you become a pilot? Why did you become a pilot? Like, how did that all happen? For me, it's all about, uh, excitement, energy, challenge. I smelled the, the, the smell of JP4 jet fuel when I was a kid. My dad was a mechanic at Kennedy Airport in New York City. I saw those floating birds and I was hooked in a, in a heartbeat. I knew this is what I wanted to do. And I crafted my, my life 
my work ethic, my focus around that goal. As you know, we when we have goals, when we're passionate, we're willing to do the hard work necessary to be a pilot. So the bottom line is, it's not easy to do. And uh, as you'll soon discover, and I think I may have shared this with you before, I, I had a massive fear of heights, which was a big deal when you're flying planes and jumping off 33 feet high diving boards. What's that? And claustrophobic, yeah, and, and too, weren't you? So I've always had challenges with small spaces, but I ne- it never affected me in POW training. I'll just as unclassified as, as I can get. You get you're stuck into a very small space. I didn't enjoy it. Most of us don't. But three years into my eleven year active duty flying career, almost three thousand hours, um, I almost died in a scuba diving accident around forty feet under the water. My mask malfunctioned. I, I had a panic attack. It was the worst experience of my life. Let's leave it at that. And I said, I'm never doing that again. And sure enough, three days later, I'm flying through the weather, couldn't see the sun, couldn't see the ground. I'm, I'm in this, what, what's called the soup, you know, just locked in. And essentially, I have the same panic attack that I had a few days prior. But instead of being 40,000 or 40 feet under the water, now I'm 30, 40,000 feet in the air, realized I had claustrophobia. And that shifted everything for me from living with, with flying and enjoying it to having to challenge myself every single time I strapped into that plane to fly. Mm-hmm. So what, how did you get over that? Like that's, I mean, having claustrophobia and being in a cockpit of an F-16, I mean, that's a pretty serious, you know, occupational hazard and a challenge. Like what did you do? (laughs) No kidding. So here I am, you know, I want to fly more than anything. I love the thrill. I love, you know, flying jets was the coolest thing in the world. But then I have this mental issue, this, this psychological claustrophobia manic issue that I was dealing with the whole time. And I can spend probably five hours talking with you just about this issue and how I overcame it. But there are three things. You have to, number one, love what you do. You have to enjoy the thrill. I call it your passion has to be greater than your fear. So when I strapped in to fly every day, I loved the thrill, the excitement, the energy, the challenge, the competition. That that environment got me alive. And if what you do as an entrepreneur, whatever it is, doesn't get you alive, doesn't get you out of bed, never mind what keeps you up, it doesn't get you out of bed and excite you, abort immediately. That was critical. The second thing... The second thing that allowed me to do it, not quit and play it safe, because I could have quit and played it safe and and then eventually told my son, who's now six years old, hey, guess what? Your dad had a dream to fly F-16s, and as soon as things got tough, he quit. Don't do like your dad does, son, and you're going to be a parent here pretty soon. You don't want to tell your son or daughter that you're going to quit, right? Life, Life is about breaking through those challenges. So- So I I loved it. And then I was manically prepared. Every time I flew, I knew the mission. I knew the tactics, the procedures. I asked the what ifs. What if I had these issues or panic attacks? What's the nearest fields? Am I confident in my skills? Am I mentally ready? Am I physically ready? Physical fitness, sleep, not doing, you know, not going out drinking like a lot of the dudes were. Nothing against my fighter pod buddies, but we're all big drinkers. Most military guys and gals are, let's face it. But I said no to the crap that was out there and I got focused on myself, my mind. I needed to be present because as soon as you're tired, as soon as you're don't get enough sleep, as soon as you're not at fit, that, that, 
phobia, those issues and depression challenges are going to come and shoot you down. So that was another big thing that allowed me to fail or not fail. And the last thing was the fact that I had wingmen who were flying with me, great men and women who, when I looked to my left and right, they would be there for me to when I called out for help. So having that, that, that those folks with me and knowing they needed me, as soon as you realize other people need you, when I was going in combat, man, if I quit, if I quit, I would, these folks would be at a disadvantage. So it was a little bit of peer pressure. It was a focus on responsibility that these folks needed me. So when we realize other people in our life need us, we find meaning in our mission and we don't quit when the going gets tough. You got to find out what, who needs you, your children, your client, God, your, your church, your, 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 the, the people in your life who depend on you. And that's that whole wingman philosophy that I wrote my book on that, that why we're friends. I like to be there for people. I am not going to let my fear stop me from going out there, kicking butt and doing what I need to do to help people kick butt in their life. So I want to talk to you about the wingman concept because it's it's a really powerful idea that I don't think we hear a lot about enough, you know, just the importance of having like a, a, a wingman. Like, can you so talk to me, how does that apply to real life? Where do you find a wingman? How do you interact? Like if you if you have somebody that is like that, what are what are some of the characteristics of a sort of a, a good wingman, if you will? Got it. Well, let me tell you what a wingman isn't. It's not necessarily your buddy, although they could be one. It's not necessarily a mentor, although ideally they should be one. It's not even your spouse or your, your best friend, although they all could be one. It's somebody who you feel comfortable going to for help and confident in their ability to help you. And many times that helping hand is going to come as a, as, as a proverbial slap across the face. Somebody telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Somebody who's going to be, who loves you enough, who cares about you enough to tick you off, to humble you. That's what a wingman is. A wingman is not your buddy. Although, once again, they, they ideally should be. My best friends are the ones who embarrass me, who call my bluff, who say, Walter, you could do better than that. What are you thinking? And make me think to myself, man, I, I know I could be better. And many times, folks in our lives call each other wingmen, but, but they, they allow their partner to play it safe, to potentially take the easy way out. So in my life, in everybody's life, I think we need to create those, those relationships with people who are truly going to speak the truth to us, be it in a, in a mastermind group, in a, in a, in a relationship. Um, so, so those are the type of folks that I flew with. Those are the type of men and women who, man, I would go to battle with, who had my back, who looked out for me and who, who, who cross-checked my six o'clock, my blind spot, which I'd be happy to share with you. So that's really the context yes. and, you know, it's important. So that's what I was going to ask. So you, I know when you speak, it's kind of like this, this whole, uh, you know, you use all of these metaphors for how what you're doing, like in flight, how that carries over to real life. And you talk about that phrase, check six. Can you just explain what that is for everybody? So very important concept. And folks, if you can imagine if you're sitting down in your car, listening to the podcast or in the gym or whatever, uh, or at your office, if you're sitting in a chair 
and you simulate that being the cockpit. You're strapped in, barely able to move, with helmet and mask on in this tiny little F-16 cockpit. You can see 12 o'clock, which is straight out front, three o'clock, which is to your right, left, nine o'clock, um, pretty easy. You can look out, but the most vulnerable, vulnerable position is behind you. That's the six o'clock position. And you cannot see that position on your own. It's almost impossible in that tiny little cockpit. But if you have a wingman at your right, three o'clock or left, nine o'clock, maybe 600 yards or a mile or two away, they can look over your six o'clock for the threat for the missiles, for the enemy. That's where they're coming. Normally, not where you can see them. They're sneaking up on you. Uh, they can see your six and you can see theirs. This concept of mutual support, of checking each other's six, thinking outside your cockpit is the key to building symbiotic, you know, partnerships and relationships. And, and I think in life, we need folks uh, and, and nurture relationships with people who are going to see those blind spots for us, bring unique insights, skill sets, call out things to us that we may not see as we are strapped into our jet, often channelized and uber-focused on one specific thing. And so a good wingman, calls those, those, those potential missiles out to you, uh, and tells you to take action. And another great part of a, a wingman relationship is that you do take action and you don't doubt what your wingman is telling you, especially when you can't see that potential threat. You got to take action. Yeah. There's this whole, uh, there's this whole trust element that I think is, is a whole part of this relationship, this conversation with, with the wingman. And obviously, you know, they're there to help protect you. You're there to help protect them. Right. Um, and the, I think one of the things that's cool and you talk a lot about is, is working together to sort of move through fear and, it, and uh, you've got some different acronyms related for fear. And I think fear is something that everybody that is listening, you know, they, they feel fear and the idea of having a wingman automatically makes you feel better. But can you talk us through, some of those, some of those strategies for, I mean, because you're in combat. I mean, you're in combat. You're going up in the plane. You know, there's some chance that you may not be coming back without a doubt. So, so how do so, you get past that? All right. So, and it goes back to what I was saying before. You know, flying fighters for me uh, wasn't just about the missiles and and the stress and the possibility of dying. It was dealing with that that claustrophobia, the panic attacks, et cetera, which never truly impacted my ability to execute, by the way. Um, I still was able to execute. And if you're out there in a position, and this is important, folks, if you're out there in a position where you're going to be a hindrance, a safety hindrance, uh, a harm to your team, then you have to have the courage to quit and, and, uh, and, and just not impact that. You can't be in something, especially if, if you're in a business and it's hurting your life, hurting your relationships, and you're, you're not able to execute on that because of certain fears and you're literally physically hurting yourself or others. You got to not do that. You got to quit. And I had every right to do that when I was a pilot, but I was still able to break through the fear. Here's the point. We're all going to have those issues and challenges. I don't believe in this concept of fearlessness. It's cool to, uh, as a title of a book, Fearless Leader, or, or, or a concept in, on, on, a, on a speech, but fear is human. It reminds us that we can fail. It reminds us that we must prepare even more, that wingmen never wing it. 
if you want to be a top gun in life, you just can't go out there and wing it. You need to put in the work. So my work ethic, our work ethic, our ability to put in the time and sacrifice to be confident if if the missile comes, if the panic comes, to still execute on them is, is so critical. So I make no bones about the fact, and listeners, this is important, that our work ethic, our ability to execute and put in the time is that your most important asset other than your, your passion. It's got to be both. I'd much rather fly with somebody who was prepared and, and ready to go. They may not be Mr. or Mrs. Excitement, right? But they, you just knew they had your back. They knew the the the, 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 the tactics, but I'd rather fly right. with them over somebody that I liked, I enjoyed hanging out with, have a beer with, have, have played ball or whatever. That's not how it is. In life, find somebody who's tactically competent, who has the skill set. Hopefully, it's aligned with their passion and their personality. So that's one major thing. And it goes back also in alignment with knowing when you know that you're not going at it alone, when you know somebody's going to have your back, that they're truly out there to support you, to encourage you, to help you if those missiles or flame outs in life come, it, 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 it dissipates the fear. It doesn't remove it. Knowing when I flew that there were men and women with me, my wingman, I was like, that's awesome, man. I, I'm not doing this by myself. It gave me courage gave me courage. So important. So when you're thinking about the challenges in your life, uh, know that there are folks out there uh, who, who could potentially help you. And that means many times that you have to seek them out. They're not just going to pop up in your life. You know, you got to seek them out. Well, and I like what you said about they don't have to, you don't necessarily have to be friends with them and that you'd rather fly with somebody who was prepared than somebody who was just your friend. And, and, like I know the the preparation is pretty critical. Uh, you know, there's a chapter in uh, the in your book which uh, is called "Never Fly Solo." That's the New York Times bestselling book. Is it's about walk the flight line and and some of what you I think you kind of talk about in the whole sort of like yeah um, I mean just just give us an idea of what the preparation is like like and and then how does that sort of apply because there's there's a there's a very I mean pilots are known for this like rigorous checklist can you give us just a little bit of insight of what are some of those things that you go through and your wingmen go through that uh, you know that that really makes yes, it absolutely right so so um Number one, we, we brief the mission. We know exactly the target, the tactics, the tools we're going to have before we step out and fly. We set the time and we make sure we understand our technology, which was constantly changing, by the way. I mean, think about what we're using right now. We were on this call with Zencaster, right? We were having some issues. We were planning, okay, let's figure out what we need to do. Stuff's going to happen. You may not be prepared, but before we right. released brakes and took off, you and I had the plan. We were ready to go, right? But things aren't going to go perfectly. And I always say, plan for the worst, but then expect the best. Don't expect the worst. Expect the best. Expect because you plan for the worst, you were able to go out there. That builds confidence and creates a sense of joy in what you do, right? If you're always worrying about the missiles, you can't really enjoy life. So we planned and briefed this mission. Everybody aligned. Uh, and, and we also made sure that our tactics were relevant to that particular day, that particular target. What works at night doesn't work in the daytime. Low altitude, high altitude, Iraq, Kosovo, Afghanistan, every environment requires unique tactics. It's about being maniacally relevant. 
and what we think about what we do in business or as an entrepreneur with this, this tool that we're using with our headsets and, 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 and this webcasting ability, a lot different than it was a few years ago. You know, we're not just doing this right. on the phone. We're, we're creating a more relevant experience for the listeners so they can walk away and say, wow, I heard everything. It was crisp. It was clear, great content. These guys are prepared. We know about each other. So we're prepared and confident. Important sign of a wingman. If you're flying a mission with a partner and they show up at that meeting, at that sales call with that client and they're not prepared, you should be ticked off. Okay. So we have to be prepared and confident in our team. And that builds that trust that you mentioned before. That's what a wingman is, a trusted partner. So, so that's another thing. And the last thing that we do before we take off is we contingency plan. We ask, what if? Okay, we're flying together today. What if we have an engine fair? What are the nearest fields that we can land on, the airfields? What if uh, a missile comes? What are the procedures? What are the, the tactics if somebody gets shot down, God forbid? Who's taking over? What are our plans? So we think about those what ifs, just as you got to think about the what ifs on a sales call, objections to price, uh, a meeting, you can't make the meeting, you're, you're, uh, you're in traffic, do I have the person's cell phone, right? Can I text them? Can I call them? Who's going to take over? So all those things that, that come into the preparation piece, build confidence and build trust with your team and most importantly, with the folks you're about to serve, when you show up and they see you're prepared, confident, you're not winging it, they're like, wow, there's something unique about this company, this person, this value proposition that makes me want to listen more and say yes. And and that's how we we build businesses and brands and, and dream homes, right? Amen. Amen. Um, I want to, so there's, there's two other little concepts I want to ask you about. Um, so, uh, and uh, one I'm going to say for the very end, but, but lift and drag just really quickly that those are, those are concepts that I think apply to apply to everybody. Can you just w- w- walk us through that? Yes, yes. So, so lift and drag. So we all know, you know, aircraft in order to fly, it's it's not an easy thing. You have the certain aerodynamic components. I was an engineer in college, and then got my MBA. <laughs> I love the soft skills a lot more than this techie stuff. But so, in order for a plane to fly, you must have lift, but there's also drag. Your lift has to exceed drag in order for a plane, any flying vehicle to get airborne. And we use thrust as well to propel that aircraft through the air. Now, in, in, in an F-16, there's always things that are going to be dragging the plane down. You've got your gear. You have weapon systems, things hanging on the aircraft that are causing friction with the air. The thrust the aerodynamics, the, the structure of the wings, et cetera, that helps that plane fly. And I think that, and that's just a very generic concept. But in life, when you think about your ability to fly, to reach, quote unquote, new heights, so, but, you know, pardon the analogy and the pun here, but we in our life have to find ways to overcome the things that are potentially dragging us down. Our habits, our, our ability to procrastinate, which you're an expert at uh, overcoming, right? Our our skill sets, our relationships, which often drag us down, right? Some of our own family members can drag us down. Some of the people in our life that we're quote unquote friends with can drag us down, right? Our habits are, are, are the things in life that challenge us, you know, alcohol, whatever it is to be a top gun. 
to be that trusted partner. You've got to work on that inner wing, man, to overcome those things that potentially drag you down and find what it is that you need to do to lift yourself up through your relationships, through your skill sets, right? The, the reading, the exercise, all those things that we have to do often behind the scenes, by the way. You know, I built my business at night from nine in the evening to one or two in the morning, you know, studying, reading, learning about our profession of coaching and executive leadership, et cetera. Uh, also the people in your life, you know, who are going to lift you up to inspire you when you're having a bad day, when you're having a flame out. My best friends, man, when things are going tough, I pick up the phone and say the three most important words in, in life. And those are, I need help. You know, we all have people in our life mayday. who are going to, you know, mayday, mayday, right? It's like, Hey, so, so the best friends in my life, my wingmen, they're going to get me Adam off my butt and say, Walter, you can do this. I believe in you and help turn that fear, that drag into courage and thrust. So think about what you need to do in your life and what do you need to say no to? What disciplines do you have to do to get rid of that drag, to lift yourself up? Uh, and, and, and also at the end of the day, at the end of the day, who you can lift, who you can lend a wing to and lift up and encourage, because that's really what the, what the whole point of being a wingman is. Yeah. If you want to find wingman, be a wingman for other people, encourage and lift those folks up, be that mentor, the coach that inspire in your organization or in your personal life where, where you really build those relationships. And that's, that's what I, what I like to do. That's the type of person I like to be. And I think you are too. That's why it. we're buddies, you know? Amen. Yeah. Well, and I want to, I wanted to save your kind of favorite, uh, your favorite thing for the very, very end. But before, before we dive into that, so the book is called Never Fly Solo. Um, where do you want people to go, Waldo, if you want them to learn more about you, get connected, et cetera? Like just how do, how do they stay in touch? Okay. So I'm going to give you my website, which is your wingman.com www.yourwingman.com there's a ton of videos on there uh, you can sign up for a newsletter I send something out every month or so uh, building trust peak performance wing tips I call them uh, in life and business because I think life is just important as business They're, they go hand in hand um, and, and before I forget I also excuse me want to give a gift to uh, the, your, your folks if they go to my website or if they go to go to this website, and we'll add this again at the end, uh, if you go to yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, as in never fly solo, Nancy Foxtrot Sierra, yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, that'll take you to a page to get a free download of my audio book, my New York Times or Wall Street Journal bestseller, Never Fly Solo. It's $19.95 on Audible. I'm going to give it to you guys and your listeners for free. Uh, if you put the password awesome. wingman in there, put the password wingman in there, you'll get a free link. It's a, a beautiful recording. Uh, and you can listen to that in the gym. Uh, that is awesome. Free audiobook, folks. Uh, so we'll put a link to that Waldo. Um, so the last thing I just want, I want to make sure that we leave everybody with is your sort of signature call to action is push it up. And, um, you you talk about that and i just can you explain what does push it up mean and uh what what should we all do what can we all do to go out and push push it up okay so if we're flying in battle together if we're ready to go the pressure's there the threat is there you know the commitment is there and by the way this is all about commitment okay 
uh, because commitment is only tested when the fun stops, right? If <laughs> When the challenge is there, when the missiles are coming. If we never had the missiles or the challenges, we sure as heck would need to be, you know, having folks like us around or, 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 or working so hard in our lives. When we fly in battle, when we cross the FIBA, the forward edge of the battle area and enter enemy territory, first thing that we do is we go master arm hot, meaning missiles are coming off that aircraft. God forbid we get shot at. And uh, next thing we do is we say, push it up, which means we're going to full power. We're executing the plan. We're going for it. There's no turning back. We are fully committed. So push it up for me. And what I want to to get to your listeners is about ultimately taking action. It's about saying you've got wingmen who are on your team, who you appreciate, by the way, because there are many folks that aren't in your formation who are on the ground, the maintenance technicians, the intelligence officers, the folks turning the wrenches, filling the jet, who aren't necessarily flying in the jet with you, but are very important wingmen. Appreciate them. Please. We all have them in our life. There's so many people in that formation who are executing with you. So push it up means your attitude is in action. It's time to go. And so the toughest thing in life is to push it up when you don't want to, when the pressure's there, when you're overwhelmed, when you know there's a potential to lose. And that's what winners do. Winners push it up, even though they know the enemy's there and they know they may lose. Uh, And that's the definition of a leader, of courage, of building a culture of accountability, of going for it. And I think we need to do that in our life to say, you know what? Life isn't going to be perfect every day. We're going to have challenges. We're going to have issues and phobias and, 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 and missiles that come at us. But to push it up and break that fear barrier and execute to take the fight to the enemy, man, that's, that's the definition of success. And that's how you grow. When you take that fear, turn it into courage and execute, that's where the lessons of life are. That's where character is, is honed. And that's where relationships are emblazoned in gold, right? So that's, that's push it up. And that's what I try to tell myself every day. And my six-year-old reminds me of it too. He loves to push it up with me uh, and push up that (laughs) throttle. So it's, it's pretty cool. Man, I love it. Well, thank you first and foremost, Lieutenant Colonel, for your service uh, to our country and also for your service in helping thousands and hundreds of thousands and probably millions at this point of people uh, that you speak to and reach. Uh, I just uh, really appreciate your your attitude and, and I know that you are uh, running a great business in addition to the stuff that you're teaching. So it's very, very rare and it's an honor to have you here pouring into us and uh, we, we will, we will go out and push it up uh, just for you, Waldo. Awesome. Hey, you know, we don't need to wear uniforms to serve, right? We, we do it in our communities every day with our families, with our partners, our clients. Uh, that, and I always say, if we want to say thank you to the Americans who fight for our country, let's be the type of Americans worth fighting for. Let's, let's wake up every day with honor and integrity and serve, knowing that we're contributing to, to the success of people. Uh, and, and that's how we can make a difference in the world. And you're a great wingman as well. I know you do amazing work and, and contribute to so many folks. I'm excited for your future. Uh, I know you recently got married and you got your new house. Just so many blessings that we have. That's, that's what it is. You know, the gratitude, the gratitude. It, that's when, when we do that, life, life keeps coming at us uh, at full speed and the missiles become minimized. So I'm, I'm proud to know you, my friend. How in 
inspiring. Man, there's just something I love about talking with men and women who serve in the military. It just, I, I just admire them so much and look up to them. And I just, I, you can always just feel a sense of courage, right? That they have and, and honor and intensity and discipline. And, and I absolutely, I just love it. I love it. And, and I think Waldo's message is a great one. And honestly, one that I don't spend that much time thinking about, probably not enough time thinking about, which is having a wingman. Like who, who is your wingman and, or who are your wingmen or wingwomen? Um, and I think, you know, the value of having great friends and not just friends though, but like accountability partners and people who are looking after you and, and what is the role that that plays in your life? Because if you're struggling with something, like right now, like if, if you wake up and you go, man, my life is not is as full or as as rich or as as blessed. I'm not feeling as 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 kind of at peace as as I want to be. Then certainly one of the questions that has to come up, right, is is who are you hanging out with? Who are you around? Who is pouring into you? And and yeah, you have your spouse, and you probably have a boss or investors or you know a a, a leader or somebody who is is you know, you kind of look up to, but, but who is your wingman? Like, who is your colleague? Who is that, that, that person or that small group of people who are your, your support? And, you know, when Waldo was sitting there talking about, you know, check six, it's like you, you literally have to have somebody watching your back for you, looking out after you, like who has, who has your back? Who is supporting you? Who is caring for you? Who who is is cheering for you? And that is critical. It's essential to our very survival and to our to our growth. And I think the analogy, you know, being a fighter pilot is a pretty cool one, right? Because you you literally can't see behind you and you're moving really fast and um, you have the 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 threat of of danger or an enemy and and I, I think it's a, it's a great metaphor. I mean, it's just a really great metaphor for life. It's no wonder that Waldo has done well um, with that message and, and, and with the metaphor. But the message, the part I think that he leaves us with is, and, and the part for you and for me to walk away with is, is asking that question, who are our wingmen and wingwomen? Who are the people in our life? And so I put some thought to that, and um, I... Fortunately, as I look back, I'm I'm very thankful and grateful because I think I have had very very strong uh, wingmen. Right? Um, I, you know, there's mentors. I think I've always had great mentors. I've always been one that um, I've gone to to learn. I've done everything I could do to get around people that I can learn from. And um, you know, I've 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 been lucky and blessed and fortunate to have an amazing marriage and amazing relationship. One of the things that's been also awesome is I've had great wingmen. And uh, in my case, for the most part, they really have been men. They, they have been friends, um, but more than just friends and, and, and different than just friends. And I appreciated that because Waldo touched on that. Um, and he said it's it's not necessarily somebody that you're friends with, right? Like you have friends that you hang out with. These are people that you want to be around because they're fun. But that's not necessarily the same as a wingman. That's not necessarily the same thing as somebody who you entrust your life with. 
right? Somebody who is fun and somebody who who you enjoy, who brings you life and and and, and brings you joy is not necessarily the same person or same group of people that you entrust your well-being to. And so as I put some thought to that, I, I um, came up with this list of, of five characteristics of great wingmen, because I kind of talked to Waldo about it and kind of asked him about it, but we, we, we sort of ran out of time a little bit. And, and I was thinking, you know, how do you find this person or this group of people? How do you know when you have landed on somebody who could really be one of your wingmen? And um, I think it's a really powerful question. So this is just a list of five. I came up with the list, and it's it's mostly kind of from my own life, and then also from a lot of our coaching clients um, that we we work with. And you know, at Southwestern Consulting, we do one on one coaching, right? That we are we are actually in the profession of becoming people's wingmen because it is so hard to find great wingmen, and it's so important to find great wingmen. And this is this is the business that we are we are in and it's the life that we are in and that's I think one of the reasons we don't see much separation between, you know, business and life. It's all the same thing because we just our whole reason for existence as a company is helping people achieve their goals in life. And and it's it's at the essential core of who we are, what we love, what we do, and so we happen to have figure out a, a I guess a business model if you will for being a wingman and and um you know certainly those of you that are listening that are in coaching hopefully you would feel that way and and uh, those of you that maybe have never had a coach that's something that you should you should consider is having a professional person a professional coach as part of um you know sort of your collective of of people on your board of directors that are supporting you but um anyways in in addition to the concept of having a a, a coach um or in in selecting you know a coach and 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 is these five characteristics that I think are really powerful and and I would think that most multipliers would say yeah I I do this and and this is these are the checkpoints so number one is you look for somebody who brings out the best in you at its at its most essential kind of point I think. Uh, that is one of the great things a, a wingman does. And I remember Dan Moore, uh, who's the president of, of Southwestern Advantage, the, the company that I worked with in college, you know, selling books and um, doing all of that. And, and Dan has been a mentor in my life ever since I was, you know, 18 years old doing that. And, and he actually did a session where he was talking about marriage. And he said, this is one of the most important things you have to look for in a spouse is somebody who brings out the best in you. And I think it's it's also true for your for your for your wingman, right? It's not necessarily somebody who is your best friend. It's somebody who brings out the best in you. Somebody that calls out greatness. Um, this is kind of a personal thing, but I, I guess I'll share it. You know, one of the things that Waldo said that really hit me is um, he mentioned briefly. You have to go back and listen closely. Is he said very quickly? He said, you know, that's why I didn't drink alcohol because of that mental edge. And that is something that I have started paying attention to and is, uh, is, is I've noticed that a lot of ultra performers don't drink alcohol or don't drink much. And uh, Lewis Howes is a, is a guy that I've been uh, hanging out with a little bit more, and he doesn't drink alcohol. And uh, there was a, at a conference I spoke at recently, there was a guy named John Asaraf there, and uh, I, I, he was really good. I really enjoyed, actually, 
his presentation, and we were doing like this uh, kind of like backstage speaker thing, uh, like lunch Q&A session with a bunch of the VIPs, and, and one of the things John said is that he doesn't drink alcohol. He also doesn't eat any sugar, which I thought, whoa, that's sort of crazy. And Navy Seal Joe, who we've had on this show, doesn't drink alcohol, and... Um, one of our partners at Southwestern Consulting, his name's Jay Wang. He doesn't drink alcohol, and and anyways, it, it, I'm not saying that you your friends your your wingman shouldn't drink alcohol, but for me personally, it's something that I've really started to notice, and I've said, wow, that's that's an influence that I want to have. Like I, I I want to be influenced in a way that you know, people who call out the best in me to, to keep my mind sharp. And, you know, like, like in this case, Waldo and thinking also to like Navy SEAL Joe, who were both in the military for them, it's about this. And, and Lewis also talked to me about this, that it's this edge. It's this, this, it's, it's doing everything they can to give themselves the mental edge in case they're in danger or in case they have to compete or survive. And, anyways, I know that's a lot about not drinking, but to me, that is something that I go, wow, this is, somebody modeling something that I think calls me to be a better person. And that is a, a characteristic that your wingmen should have as somebody you can learn from somebody who inspires you. Um, you know, I wouldn't say Waldo and I are not the best of friends. Um, in fact, nobody on that list that I just gave you, we're not necessarily the best of friends, but they're, they're people who bring out the best in me. And, and there's lots of people who bring out the best in me who do happen to, to drink alcohol, right? But, but that is just a, one area that I've said, man, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm open to being impacted in that way. And it's been really powerful. And look for somebody who brings out the best in you. The second is your wingman is somebody who should complement your strengths. It's somebody who should complement your strengths. I, when Waldo was talking about flying in formation, that's such a powerful visual, right? Is the idea of, of literally somebody out to your side, somebody covering an area of your life or your business that you don't, that you can't cover. And again, I think of Southwestern Consulting and I think of our group of senior partners and we do such a great job of that. Like our group of senior partners, we we have so many people, and our group of partners, um, which is basically anyone who owns equity in the business, um, but specifically like the senior partners that we we all work so close together, is we have such complementary strengths. And you know we are close friends. We are close friends in a lot of ways. We are best friends, but we're definitely we're wingmen. We support each other. We pick up each other's slack. We. We do the things that we are best at. We work at our highest strength. And that makes the team thrive. That makes everything work. Um, I love the African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, you go with a team. And a wingman or a group of wingmen is, is like having your own, you know, private team. And, and um, so I think... Somebody who compliments your strengths is is if you see that in somebody, um, I I have a, a friend, a, a couple f- uh, f- other friends that I hang out that I would consider mentors and friends and kind of wingmen, and it's they 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 have strengths in areas that I do not. It's it's definitely a key thing to look for. Number three is trust. Number three is absolutely trust, and this is one that you you have to have and you have to work at and you have to understand each other because you have miscommunications and you have misinterpretations and you have um you know we we all have emotions and we get hurt and and a wingman though is someone you have to trust right like if you are in battle 
and you're you're relying on someone to check your six o'clock and you're relying on someone to have your back, you you have to trust them. You have to know that they're gonna be there. And so that is one of the most important things and most significant things um, that that you you have to have in one of your wing, wing one of your wingmen is you you have to just trust that they have integrity that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. They have to trust you that you're going to do what you say you're going to do, and and you both have to trust that you're that you're you know you're looking out for each other. Um, number four, uh, number four characteristic that I look for in in a wingman or that I think is valuable to have in a wingman is somebody who is loyal. You gotta have someone who's loyal because there's gonna be tough times, right? Like, and there's there's gonna be reasons to bail, and I have to think, you know, if Waldo is flying twenty six hundred hours, um, or back when we did the interview with Navy Seal Joe, and, and he had been on, um, I think it was twenty four combat, uh, or you know, like twenty four combat tours, um, you know, these guys who are in these intense life and death situations, there's gonna be times when people have a chance to bail. Right, like they have a chance to bail on you. Either you do something to them, they do they they do something to you, or something happen, happens that's circumstantial, and there's always a chance to bail. And yet, you want that person who is loyal. You want that person who will stick with you through the tough times, and somebody who just wants to be around you, and somebody that you just want to be around. Um, and one of my one of my best friends is Dave Brown. He's one of the senior partners at Southwestern Consulting, and he's so loyal. He just he just wants to be around people. He just he he wants to spend time with them for no other reason to just be with them. Um, I love that. I love that. Um, you know, like if you're a Christian, uh, you know Jesus is Emmanuel, and that means that means God with us. It's like God desires to just be with you. He doesn't want anything from you. He just wants to be with you. And I think that is almost like an attribute of loyalty. And and I mean, you know, for me, I guess God is is my ultimate wingman. I I think of God as like my homeboy, right? <laughs> like I I talk to him throughout the day, and I. And I pray, I bounce ideas off of off of him. And what do you think about? And you know, is this what you want me to do? And stuff like that. But that element of loyalty of somebody who's there with you all the time, never leaving, uh, never ceasing, never ending, just is going to be there. I mean, that that is a, a core part of what a wingman is all about. And then the fifth one and the last one is just look for someone who looks out for you. Look for someone who looks out for you. Don't look for someone who is is trying to to gain something from you or someone who is is benefiting from you. You know, you know you found a wingman when they're really looking out for you, when they're really trying to serve you, when they're trying to help you, they're trying to support you. And sometimes that does come as a slap in the face, like Waldo said. Sometimes that's what we need, and it's hard to find people who will hold us accountable and will call us out to being great. But but when they slap you in the face, it's not because they're trying to be right and, and trying to make you wrong. It's because they're trying to make you right. And they're trying to make you better. And when you find somebody who's trying to make you right and make you better, and they're looking out for you, they're protecting you, they're supporting you, they're cheering you on, even though some of that is, is through holding you accountable, right? Like, Again, that's what we do in coaching is we're holding you accountable. A lot of times we are, are dishing out slaps, but we're also dishing out hugs and we're also dishing out kicks in the butt and we're also dishing out cheers because we're looking out for you 
And when people are in coaching, they know we have no other reason except to help them, right? Because we don't get paid when they perform better. We don't, we don't benefit necessarily in any way from them doing better. We want them to just win. Like that's why we are there. And, and there's so much power to that, you know, that that's an organic element of that relationship. Um, and in whatever your wingman or your group of wingmen looks like, that's one of the best ways to know that you really found somebody who's worth holding on to is that, is that they are looking out for you. So you want someone who brings out the best in you. You want someone who compliments your strengths. You want someone who trusts you and that you can trust. You want somebody who is loyal and that you can be loyal to. And you want somebody who you can look out for. And also someone who will look after you. Well, that about wraps up the Action Catalyst podcast for this week. If you haven't yet, please log in to whatever your favorite medium is to listen to the show and both rate this podcast and leave a comment as that helps new prospective listeners determine if the show's really a good fit for them. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and screenshot this episode to share with your friends on social media. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Action Catalyst and subscribe to our video podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening.